0: Welcome to another episode of The Money Mitch Effect, sports podcast hosted by yours truly, Mitch Michaels. It's a big show this week. We have Masters Week. We have a lot to discuss. Josh Witten, resident golf expert, back on the show. Josh, thanks for joining.
1: Mitch, this is a great week. Thanks for having me on again, and I look forward to chatting some golf and some other sports with you as always
0: yeah we should uh you know we'll get to the masters in great detail in just a few moments but uh you know springtime the sports season's starting to really pick up and one of the best parts about the masters is it comes right on the heels of march madness which we've been waiting for we didn't have this you know this thing we take for granted it seems last year with both of the events canceled or in the masters case postponed but you go March Madness for the first time in two years, the Spring Masters for the first time in two years. And uh, whenever you have uh, some of those big moments, like we saw in the semifinal game, the the UCLA Gonzaga game is just a great way to get the uh, get the juices flowing as we get ready for some of this stuff.
1: Very exciting. And, you know, to have Baylor come through and play like they did on Monday night was phenomenal and pretty cool considering how they finished the year last year not weren't able to to play in the tournament because it was postponed or was yeah. canceled excuse me so pretty neat to see that program and how they've responded over the last 18 years since their scandal and, and yeah. never having won anything yeah.
0: before too no i thing. mean they would never you know never had done anything gonzaga doesn't go undefeated but still had such a great year and the suggs buzzer beater yeah. against ucla oh, is gonna gosh. it's just gonna live on forever UCLA is a team that I think we, we shouldn't lose track of what they accomplished, first four in, and giving Gonzaga everything they can handle, what Mick Cronin's done there. Really, that that to me is the story of the tournament, is UCLA getting to the final four and being one shot away from double overtime, and who knows.
1: Absolutely, and I think coming in next year, I have a quite a few friends out here in L.A. that are UCLA alum, and they're excited for what the future has in store, and th- the program's just going to keep getting incredible talent and uh the the future is bright in westwood and even across town yeah. the trojans to making it to the elite eight was pretty cool so it was a fun tournament and like you said it gets the juices flowing for the rest of spring and into the summer it's going to be great
0: the pac 12 having just a phenomenal showing baylor winning with just athleticism and the way they shot the ball i mean they're an athletic team and Got overshadowed by Gonzaga and the fact that they had their COVID outbreak that yeah. cost them. You know, I wouldn't say cost them. Kansas deserved to beat them in the game they played. But they're they're coming off the heels on a shutdown. It's tough. And then, of course, you know, the loss to OK State in the conference championship game. But that's it for them losing it. They stormed through every team in the tournament, covered all their games except the first game against Hartford <laughs> when the spread was like 25 plus points. They're throwing themselves into discussion for one of the best title teams ever. Yep. I will say this, though. That game against UCLA, last thing, UCLA-Gonzaga, probably in my relatively recent time on this earth, I'm putting it in the top three to five of college games I've seen. Don't really remember Kentucky-Duke in the moment, bits and pieces of that. I understand why that's number one for a lot of people in the last 30 years, but that game will go down as one of the greatest college games ever.
1: It was so exciting to watch and just... Playing for nothing but pride and it it was great Mm -hmm. to see all these young kids uh out there giving it their all and um to to play like ucla did unafraid and not caring that gonzaga was undefeated was was pretty great to watch and uh played great defense and no, the game had everything and um it definitely will live on in infamy forever
0: so the other sport i really wanted to get into before we go to the masters is baseball it's starting out we've Got a traditional baseball season, both in terms of on time and fans being a lot at the ballparks, which is great. Uh, a lot to discuss there, but I guess the first thing would be your angels are just stealing the show with the 4-2 and two record and a pitcher that also hits, or I should say a hitter that also pitches. <laughs> he certainly did on Sunday night on
1: in primetime on ESPN. Um, that first inning had the sports world buzzing. I mean, him reaching 101 miles an hour and then coming up in the bottom of the inning and hitting the longest home run so far yet in the major league season. Just remarkable. And, uh, you know, we've had discussions around here at the tennis channel about, you know, should he he just pick, become a pitcher, become a, an everyday player. And I've always been fighting for him since he's been with the angels the last four years. And to give him the opportunity, like the angels had and bring him along slowly. And especially after Tommy John to see what he's done is just remarkable. Let's just hope he can stay healthy and, yeah and, uh, who knows the 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 angels certainly need to to pitch well to to do well this year but um it's been a great start and it's crazy to think we have 154 more games to go but
0: (laughs) my only question with that would be is this is he you know hell bent on being a starter as a pitcher in terms of what the rules are because we were talking about that and i get it if you can do both and you want to do both and it's going to help your team win then by, by all means but Like we were saying, the AL rules of you might go five innings and you're having to play five innings with four or five innings or extras with NL rules at that point. So maybe relief is the way to go if he can come in late and just start throwing gas.
1: Potentially, and I think this year, the first full year being healthy, they're going to see what they have in this and and how many innings he can go. They'll probably keep him on a pitch count, just keep the the arm healthier, Um, but... um, it's certainly, like I said, has the sports world buzzing. And being a Orange County native, I'm very prideful, especially what we have across town here with the Dodgers, who are looking good already again. Yeah, so,
0: five game yeah. winning streak. Uh, I would love to see uh, Dodgers Padres with some stakes again in the playoffs. If that's a new rivalry, I think that'd be great.
1: That would be great. And it's just, it's just a shame what happened with Tatis already mm-hmm. this year. With the, ten
0: days though, is what they said, and that was pretty. That's great. Hopefully, there's no surgery.
1: But no. It, baseball's thriving on the west coast and it's it's good to see and it's a long season with baseball that's the other thing mm-hmm. we always have to remember is it's, yeah. it's a long slog to get to yeah. October and um, but it's off both teams in SoCal or all three teams in SoCal off to a, a really great start
0: Oakland 0 and 6 with a terrible start, but like I said, long season, things can turn around. Uh, see how my Indians do. I think they won today, so they're two and three. But offense Good. is going to be at a premium. It looks, and we get to you know, like you guys got the ball rolling. Boo the Astros this year. Yes, throwing trash cans throwing trash on the, trash field cans field
1: out the morning track. That was great.
0: All right, let's get into the Masters now. Josh Wood and Mitch Michaels here on the Money Mitch Effect. Uh, we're back to a traditional Masters. Uh, now we get almost a double dip two and i guess six months if that uh masters week we're into april we get a traditional masters i know this is the tournament of all golf tournaments this week though it's not just about and that's what you you learn as you you know for my case become more and more of a golf fan is it's not just the four days playing but it's the week leading up to it. it's the player arrivals it's the champions dinner when did this week? I'll start with this. When did this week really first start meaning something to you, Josh, as a golf, you know, pro and, and fan? And then ultimately, what does it mean, in your words, of these, you know, seven days of golf excellence meeting in Augusta, Georgia?
1: I think for someone my age, it has to trace back to '97. I mean, what we saw what Tiger Woods did that year and changed the landscape forever of the game of golf it goes back there and so for the last 24 years um it's been a big part of my life and i i love watching this like you said the history and the the tradition unlike any other like i'm sure we'll hear nance say 50 times this week but the patrons the the course which is going to play so much differently than when dustin won it in november and i know we'll get in that Mm -hmm. into that a little bit later but it's just a really unique and special place and it's a it's a place that all the pros that are invited to come play. They want to win because of like you mentioned, they, they want to host their own champions dinner. They want to be invited back in perpetuity or, or until they yeah. really are until asked not to play anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's funny. Ian Woosnam was playing this year was in his mid to late sixties. And, he said the last three years he wasn't going to do it, but he is playing. So yeah. it's just hard to give it up, too, I'm sure, <laughs> if, if you ever win that green jacket that uh, you don't ever want right. to stop playing there because it's such an incredible
0: it's, cathedral. It's probably, too, like we were talking, the week. like It's not so much the rounds. Yeah. It's getting there, being a former champion, getting your, your locker and everything set up. Unfortunately,
1: uh, sorry to interrupt, but this yeah. year they're missing the par three contest, which right.
0: would have been today
1: in this afternoon. And, and that's then, always
0: the one they say if you're gonna go, that's the fun time to go that's watch. It's
1: a perfect time yeah. to watch and and to get close to the all the mm-hmm. competitors and to see that happen. But with the limited number of patrons they're allowing mm-hmm. this this year, they Chose not to do it, and it's just another distraction. I mean, yeah. the, that's where you get the players that don't want to win it because no not one's ever won luck. the par three. and won They're the trying out the skip
0: shots, <laughs> too, and just all the, all the fun trick shots. I haven't
1: seen any hole-in-ones
0: no, this haven't. year. But. That's where we saw, what was it, Finau, like basically dislocate his ankle yes. but still figure out a way to play good golf. <laughs> he finished
1: top five. I think he did that. Uh, one,
0: so. You mentioned the course. Going to play different. I think everybody, even the casual fans, understand that it's you know November to April. It's totally different, yeah. but it's also coming off of someone just shredding their course. So those are two distinctions to make as to why it'll probably be a little tougher this go round.
1: It's going to be a hundred times tougher. The like you said, it's going to be firm and fast. the The fairways are going to be rolling out. Everything was plugging in November just because they get more more rain in the fall. Even listening the last couple of days to the news conferences and hearing that it's firmer and faster than it's been for some of these people than they've ever seen it. And that's on Monday and Tuesday. So I did not hear Fred Ridley's um, talk today, uh, but I know that they're going to want to put a premium on, on playing a playing good golf and hitting it, hitting your clubs the right distance, whether they're wedges or eight irons and just getting it in the right quadrant of the green, because come this weekend they're going to have those greens rolling at 13 or 14 and, It's really going to become imperative to do so.
0: I think that it's not a bad thing to toughen up a golf course or, you know, certain majors. Like, you want to see the best be challenged. You don't want to just see everyone go crazy. Now, the one thing I will say is that last year it was one guy. You know, it wasn't like everybody was having this like insane success. It really was one performance, but that's how it goes on the heels of some of those tiger wins. The course was not. They're like, okay, we're going to make this tougher. We're going to, you know, so I I think that's where we're at. Well, you know, there's a lot of storylines coming into this one. Uh, We should start there. Tiger's not going to be there, unfortunately, but fortunately a full recovery is looking likely and looking promising. Unfortunate that he's not there to play, but just to be a presence around there, especially what he means to the younger generation of, of golfers. And, pessimistically you're just wondering how much how many more times he's going to realistically have to play and and contend at masters so again props to just him being you know on the road to recovery but you know it's a, it's a year that he's not going to have back on this golf course definitely in his
1: year 45 i mean next year if he's healthy in 12 months and he comes back i mean how awesome would it be if he tied jacks Record of winning it at forty. No, no, not in terms of winning it at the age of forty six. And and I know we're going to get into Lee Westwood later, but even him talking on Monday about how how he does look towards Jack and see that as as something to beat, Mm -hmm. something to better, and something to uh, Jack and at 46 and 86 was, uh,
0: was incredible is benchmark. So That record, by the way, is going to fall. I don't know when, but we're. it's kind of crazy when you think about just longevity of all athletes. It's a testament to Jack that that's still oh my gosh. the oldest. I just think that will happen because athletes are, are aging finer across the board. Completely. And I think somebody, whether it's Tiger or somebody else or a current generation player, you know, in twenty in years. twenty years, yeah.
1: exactly. I mean, listening to Phil yesterday say that you know Phil's fifty now, yeah. um, that he's he's not in form, but could he catch fire this week? Certainly. He knows that mm-hmm. place better than anybody. Yeah. He's been playing it since nineteen ninety one. So that's the cool thing is that like you said, the 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 focus now on nutrition and health and biomechanics and all these things that these guys do increases the longevity of which they can play so i I think it is inevitable that somebody will win after 46 it's going to be hard of course but Mm -hmm. catch lightning in a bottle for four days that's all you really need to do and Mm -hmm. if you put yourself in position on the back nine on sunday like they say all the time then anything can happen
0: as we've seen over the last few years and phil's not exactly a physical specimen so he's feeling good at this to his credit (laughs) he's gotten a lot more in shape recently
1: and uh focused on his health with his arthritis diagnosis so um, I was just using it as, yeah, man, no, as I an know. example. Spoken <laughs> a little fun <laughs> I there. know, you got uh, it always spoke fun at Phil.
0: Hottest player coming into the tour, Jordan Speeth, into this Masters, what he's been able to do recently. Uh, wins last week, starting the year 60-1 to 1 Masters odds. I even read you could get him in December at some of the Vegas sports books at 80-1. to 1.
1: Yeah.
0: Now down to 11, one of the top four favorites of this event. It's been incredible to watch. He hasn't won since 2017, Josh, but here he is playing great golf winning last week and also having one here before having won multiple majors before you got to like his chances going in. I know there's some numbers about guys winning in back to back weeks, but speed getting back into form is that added shot of adrenaline for an already deep field completely.
1: And like you mentioned, it hasn't happened in 15 years since Phil did it. And before that it was Sandy Lyle. And before that it was in 1959. Four guys. So four guys have done it. Um, It is a tall order, but, it's Jordan Spieth. And like you said, his winning last week gives him the confidence and the wherewithal to realize that he's done this before. So he gets to a place like Augusta where where he's comfortable. He has his locker. He's dialed in. I mean, last night, I'm sure he got at the champions dinner, a lot of kudos from the older guys. And he just, you just get that feeling. And I'm just, all I said before we got on was it's going to be difficult. And, um, he's going to put added pressure on himself because he didn't win last week. But the thing is, he's not hitting the ball. Great. I mean, he won. Yes. Beat the top pros in the world, but he's not driving the ball. Well, which you can get away with a little bit here at Augusta, but it it does pose more of a difficulty on, on what he wants to accomplish.
0: By all accounts, a a very good guy and well liked guy on the tour completely. And I've always liked the fact that he's been honest. He's open. He's said in the last couple of years, I don't really know where the ball's going. I'm struggling out here. Um, But, you know, I understand that there's pressure with coming off of a win last week. I think he needed that win. Like, regardless of what happens, the odds of you winning the Masters are obviously, you know, you have to beat the entire field. But for him to just get that win under his belt, obviously he wants to win this event. But if he has another strong showing, a top five finish, not exactly a win, but then he's setting himself up for more consistent success.
1: Totally. And um, he's someone that, all it takes potentially is this one event and maybe something clicks and he can go on another tear, but golf needed it too. I mean, there was that period when tiger was on back surgery four and what three and four and Jordan was the new darling of the sport. Mm -hmm. And he brought a lot of new eyeballs to it similarly in a different way, but then Bryson has the last couple of years. Um, The sponsors love him. He is a good dude. And it would be cool to see him win, but it would be cool to see a handful yeah. of these guys win their first, whether it's yeah. Rory winning the slam or Brooks winning at Augusta. like yeah. He's putting himself <laughs> in a position, too. But, um, no, it's going to be fun to see what speed does and what the rest of the field does.
0: And uh, quickly, a reputation as a big, big game, so to speak, player with how he's played down the stretch at some tournaments as well. Uh, DJ, you mentioned his name is the favorite nine to one going for an unprecedented never again to be seen if it happens second masters in about six months but not only what he did last year i know it's a different course he's got five i think five straight top 10 finishes he's been doing very well at this tournament whenever they've played it yep and the negative is okay hard to go back to back i think you said three guys had done it before but there was a lot of people talking last year about, was this a, an opening of the floodgates? Did he finally break through? And I know it's strange to say that with a guy his age and his accomplishments and having won a major before, but was this getting the monkey off of his back? And could this lead to greater victories? He's a confident guy. He's a confident player here. And uh, whatever his odds are, I think you got to like his chances.
1: you got to love his chances. I mean, we saw it with Phil. When Phil won in 04, he rattled off a couple more after that. Yeah, Bubba he was Watson older, won.
0: right? Was he yeah. older? Than, yeah, he was uh, about the same about the age, same actually. Age. Yeah, 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 they, yeah, they won their
1: first. But yeah. uh, no, he he has so much confidence around here. He knows the course so well. And it's a testament to having played there so many times and knowing the places to miss the ball and missing the ball and approaches. And Dustin has, obviously, the, the best odds to win it. But he's also mentally tough enough to do so, to not get let the bad shot bring him down and to, to keep plugging along and
0: it doesn't get rattled. No, it and that's, doesn't at all. And that, it's, it's easy to say it's hard to do, right? Everyone's like, Oh, I don't get rattled, but try not to get rattled when you, you know, three put on a green and then have to go drag yourself up to a par four. You know, it's completely. like not gonna, it's not gonna be easy to do, but he lives that mantra.
1: And he, he, that, that's where it's going to come down to him this week. Cause he can get the ball around the course, but he needs to putt well. And he hasn't been doing so too. I mean that great recently, but, um, I love his chances to repeat in six yeah. months like you were saying.
0: We're uh, I'm going to hold that thought for later because we're going to do a prop bet like we normally do to circulate. But there's a great one for him. But hold that thought okay. for a little later. Uh, Josh Wynn, Mitch Michaels here on the Money Mitch Effect previewing the 2021 Masters. I guess it's time to talk about Bryson because he has uh, been the talk of the tour for a while. And uh, since the last time I think we've chatted – he backed it up. He won his major. He's he's a major winner, and he did it in convincing fashion at the U.S. Open. I know it's not the Masters. It doesn't mean you're going to have success here, but it was kind of the, the substance, the stake, if you will, of what you know he needed to kind of legitimize himself as that real threat. And, Josh, I'll start with this. There's nobody that plays like him on tour. We saw it with the video of him driving and Vijay Singh watching and, and just cranking it. I wonder, though, and I'm sure you do, if – his approach, as set in his ways as he is, and in a way I do respect that, if that will translate ever at some point to success here because this course, like you were saying, you know, the last time we chatted last year, not really tailored to what he does or what he's trying to do. It's not. However, he is going to
1: find a way to do it eventually, more than likely. I mean, you can never say anything's So you'd say, you'd say you're
0: looking at him at his age still, I think, what, 30 or under 30? Yeah, under 30. He'll win a master. you feel confident he's going to have a jacket on. I
1: think he has the game, too. I yeah. sat down and talked to you before Wingfoot yeah. and said he's no chance. he has no chance <laughs> this week because of the rough, and he proved everybody wrong. He, I did. Mean, he played phenomenal that week, and he gouged it out of the rough. Now, the thing is, there is no rough here. It's the second cut. It's basically like a good lie at a muni course. I mean, yeah. they're playing off pristine yeah. blades of grass, and um, he can control the spin. Now, the way he's talking about driving the third hole, we're going to talk, I think, about <laughs> – Getting his new driver in the bag yeah. with four and a half degrees loft, but the ball is going to spray a little bit. I mean, it's only inevitable when you swing that hard and you have that little loft on your club. So, yeah, explain this in greater
0: difficult. in greater detail. Why is his his driver with those dimensions, those specs? And this isn't the first time this has happened. This He's trying stuff out. Yep. He's going unconventional. Why is that? I don't want to say crazy, but so unprecedented, unorthodox for top five players. You can go into analyst mode for, for a second. I'll,
1: I'll try yeah. to break this down a little bit. Yeah. The driver is the hardest club in the club in the bag to hit. Right. So, if you increase the length of the shaft, it only gets more difficult. Yes, the for, the longer the You'll bomb the, it, but the longer the shaft is, yeah. the further you can hit the ball yeah. because it's physics. Yeah. And he's a physics major, um, so he's trying to maximize that. But when you decrease the loft, like he has, I mean, he's trying to get the ball in the air and, like he said, hit it over the over the dogwoods and over the pine trees to places on this course that have never been seen before there was a story this week on sunday he played a practice round with bubba now bubba as we've known for the last 15 years is one of the longest players on tour mashes, yeah bryson hit it 70 yards by bubba the other day and (laughs) bubba was like i think I, i thought i hit the ball pretty good but bryson was 70 now that if he can do that consistently and keep it in the fairway or keep it findable and not lose his ball like he did on the third hole last year, which he did say he's going to try to drive every time this year or this week, excuse me. So, but with like I was going back to the the loft, the loft on the club. If he's really going to put this back, put this club in play at four and a half degrees, that's half the loft of the average driver on tour, which is probably somewhere between nine and ten degrees. It, it's harder to hit mm-hmm. it's basically like hitting a straight face club Jeez. so
0: I, I think that this is fascinating good. stuff yeah but he, he's good for the game i mean love him hate him whether you're a little of both which is kind of how i feel sometimes i get it it's it just it's another it's another person out there i just wish he'd stop complaining i don't care about all this stuff just don't complain when just it doesn't go complain. your way but if there's ants out there or whatever he's uh, just always <laughs>
1: trying to find an angle which is another thing it, i don't want to get on a Patrick right. Reed ramp, but like just play the golf ball down right. as it's intended. It's the game of integrity. Oh man, Bryce the best and Reed down the stretch with that, would would be nephew, awesome.
0: so no one would know what to do. <laughs> uh, another guy playing that we weren't sure was going to play Brooks Kepka. He will play. He just had knee surgery. He's still in an amount of pain where he doesn't really, can't really bend his knee no. much at all. It's tough to expect anybody to really do well here without, you know, a lot of prior success, a lot of prior success. He did have the one year, two years ago where he played very well, but look, he's an injured guy. And and I think this could be just wanting to play it because it was the masters. Now, I'd love to be proved wrong here, but this is as tall a task as he's had in his golf career coming up.
1: I couldn't agree more, Mitch. And you're right. I, I think he is. Just from listening to him talk yesterday, he is only here because it's the Masters. I respect that. I yeah, do, yeah. A hundred percent. And all these guys looked up to Tiger, and you, there's got to be some part of Bryson's brain was like, well, Tiger won the U.S. Open in 08 on a yeah, broken leg are, and they, a broken that's knee. That's a like, like, great point. Brooks, you know, Bryson,
0: some of these guys are like, yeah. Tiger I do can, it. I can do it. It's like, just, yeah, I can play through paint. And and that's,
1: that's the mental fortitude and the, the psyche that you have to have when you're competing against the best players in the world. And, yeah, I mean – he 's got the power Ranger meme going out now because he's not going to be able to bend his knee and he's to read his putts but um it's gonna be very difficult for him especially because I mean I've never been to Augusta but I know a ton of people have my buddy played in it it is more hilly than you will ever know apparently I my mean, dad talks about being there in 1 and how uphill it is up the 18th mm. fairway and that's one of the things where it's gonna on a downhill shot, on an uphill shot for him, he's putting a lot more stress on that right knee that three weeks ago was just wow. scoped. So you have to really think about: Does he have a good chance? Yeah, he does because he's won four majors and he's not afraid of anybody and he's going to go out there fearless. But it's going to it's going to be a tall task, and uh, I don't know how he's going to do. He, he could catch lightning in a bottle, have a great week, but I I would not bet on um, Brooks to to finish top ten this week.
0: Yeah, I feel like it could go south fast if it does on Friday, on yeah. that second day before you know, on the day that the cut's made and all that. Um, a couple other players to just kind of get to with their odds. Obviously, Justin Thomas at ten to one is one off the favorite. You have John Rahm at twelve to one. Just did have his baby, yeah. so nothing there to uh, worry about. And then a struggling, you know, within the last six months, Rory McIlroy at fourteen to one, who's been pretty, you know, open about the fact that he's trying to keep up with Bryson and it's not going well. So. Thoughts on those three guys, of them who you like, who you might not like going into this weekend?
1: Uh, Well, JT did win the players a few weeks ago, looked pretty good that week. Hasn't, with with his little uh, controversy or whatever you want to call it, back in January, had a little rough struggle and dealt with some things, but uh, has put himself in a place, and he talks so eloquently, but he talks so openly about his time he spent the last month with Tiger since the accident and – about winning one for Tiger and those kind of things, he always has a chance when he tees it up. And he's learning how to play there. He's learning where to miss it. He's learning where to make the mistake and where not to make the big number. Um in terms of Rom, I I heard uh McElroy rip him or needle him a little bit yesterday in his press. He's like, well the first round after I maybe i baby, I shot 64. So I wish Rom all the <laughs> luck. Um That's good. Rom has finished in the top 10 in the last three years he's played. So he always has a chance. He's gotten advice from his Spaniard companions who have all won it in Sergio and a ball. And, uh, I, I really like his chances. He's not going to be, I mean, had he come here with his wife, um, not having delivered the baby yet and be all those distractions, but now he's going to get some good sleep because he's away from his wife and the, in the, the newborn. And, um, he could be someone to definitely watch this week. Lastly, Rory is a breath of fresh air because he, will speak his mind and talk about, like you said, about trying to keep up with Bryson and this and that. But I think he's going, he's trying to revert back to the old ways and not try to hit the ball as far as he can, not try to do those things. And he's going through some swing changes now. He just started with a new coach last week, who's someone he's known for his his Mm -hmm. entire career, but uh, he'd been working with the same guy for the last 20 years. And he brought this other guy in just as another set of eyes. Is he going to be thinking too much about the swing thoughts and this and that? Or is he just going to be free and let all that go away and, and and play like we all know he's capable of? Seeing him win the Grand Slam would be spectacular. Only a handful of guys have done it. And I know he wants to add himself to that list. But like he said yesterday, he's like, I feel like i'm gonna play this game for another 20 years so do i need to put all the pressure yeah, maybe he's yeah. the guy at yeah. 46 yeah. You know. <laughs> but do i need to put all this pressure on myself to win it this year no i don't and we know he hasn't won a major in five years so that's um,
0: insane and and the fact that he's this kind of has been a, a little bit of a house of horrors for him at times not that yeah. he's played terribly but he's not come through when he's had the chance to win them or get that career slam like you said uh i i do like golfers that are open and, and you know, willing to speak up like that, so it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. And but what you said with JT, he's just he's so solid right now yeah. that he's a lot of people's favorite. Even with DJ, there of you know breaking through and winning one
1: totally. And it's it is. I think I've used this word a few times already, but it's it's refreshing to see these guys so open and honest. I mean, I grew up watching Tiger play, who was a closed book <laughs> and never let his competitors mm-hmm. hear about an injury or you know he showed up to win, and that's what. That was all. Um, But to hear these guys talk about it, other than maybe Brooks, who's like, who doesn't want to, or has got that tough guy persona that doesn't want to let people in, it's really refreshing to hear Rory and JT and Jordan and them talk about their struggles and talk about how they've, they're trying to overcome them. I mean, it's a new world now with Twitter and everything and people putting their feelings out there at all times, but it's really great to see. And I, I look forward to the future of this sport because I think it's in good hands.
0: Let's look at some of these odds and the props here on the, on the money Mitch effect. before we get to just the best props want to go over the odds again we have DJ at nine to one, Speeth JT at about 10 to one, Bryson 11 to one followed by Rahm at 12 to one, Rory 14 to one and then you add in the California Cali guys, Boys, Andrew Softley and Patrick Cantley both 22 to one Brooks at 25 to one. the others I wanted to throw in there were. Sergio Garcia 45 to one who's playing a little better as we yep. know he, he was in the mix at one of his most recent tournaments and Lee Westwood who is was Vegas's worst his worst problem right now if he wins because you could have got him at 145 to one now it's down oh. to 47 to one so some interesting names there I like to see the California boys do good can never count out the vets there's some there's some money to be made if you call your shots right definitely
1: and starting with Lee how much does finishing second place two weeks in a row last month, how much does that come into effect? He won almost $2 million doing that. He's 48. Yeah. Is he going to come in focused and ready to go and well, fire there's, it up? There's or one is he right. going to be like,
0: uh Here's one for you off the top with a prop bet that looks pretty good value-wise. A top 10 finish for Lee West would get you plus 260. So does he get into the top 10? And I'll remember, a lot of the times, this is what – the gamblers are watching when everyone else is watching who's going to win the tournament is who's makes their move into the top 10 light. Definitely.
1: And I mean, he's got his son on his back on the bag this week. He's talked about how motivating that is for him. And just to have him, like I said, on the bag and with mm-hmm. him and through uh, every step. If Lee puts well, like he has over the last few months, I mean, he won the race to race to Dubai last year on the European tour and he could easily finish strong here over the weekend. He's come in second place here a couple times. Over the years, and um, pretty awesome. I saw some photos of him. His first Masters was in 97 when Tiger won it, and um, he's played 20 times, and it, it would be pretty cool to see. Um, if we're gonna talk the California boys like you want to, I'm gonna go out on a limb and just say that Patrick Cantley is gonna win the Masters. Wow, love it. It's not I'll really out on a limb it. because he's the top 10 I'm, player in the world, but. Um,
0: over and over Xander too, although it's weird because they have the same odds. Patrick has been steadily improving. Xander's kind of been, I don't want to say the anointed one, but there's a lot of talk within golf that he's kind of assumed what I'd call like that Ricky Fowler role. Like, it's yeah. okay. It's like his time now, and he's been close here. And
1: Greatest player in ever to win a major. Both those, of those guys things,
0: have had runs here, great Sundays even here. So, yeah, might it, as well It be. could
1: definitely happen. And, and Pat's coming in, in good form. Um, missed the cut at the players, but his other four events this year is all finished in the top 15 couple close calls um, for victory. And Xander is so steady, and he knows his game. And if it's playing firm and fast like it is, he can get it out there close to Bryson. And, oh, man, you're getting me excited. I, I wish we could start, start watching <laughs> Masters.com start right, right now. now.
0: Let's look at some of these props. First okay. one I saw, hole-in-one on the tournament. Okay. Yes is minus 175, no plus 135. All you need is one hole-in-one but it might not happen. Oh,
1: it, it, Hole-in-one's, I mean, mostly luck. But w- with the pin position on 16, with two of the feeder holes, they do front left mm-hmm. and back left, and all you have to do is hit it up there on the mound, anything can happen. I mean, a couple years ago we saw Bryson and JT do it in back-to-back groups on Sunday with all the pressure. So um, is it worth? are you getting enough money for your, your bang for your bet there, or...? or not that, that's kind of the question but if it is as firm and as fast as they say it is it's going to only decrease the odds of it it happening because right. the ball's going to hit the green and it's just going to go bounding forward so you're really distance control is a huge thought going into the weekend for all these yeah. players
0: your long shot bet if it happens which is most likely not obviously these are long shots so the odds are going to reflect that but plus 900 if we do see a warrior to wire winner 9 so to 1. Hard. I mean, it's really hard. It's damn I mean, near impossible, but that's why. It is. You, you get a little crystal for being the leader at the end it's of the day. It's happened what? Few, like, has it happened? It's happened what? Tw- once or twice at the Ambassadors? Ma-
1: it has. Yeah. Um, it's just so hard. I mean, the Very hard. The, the, the pressure. Even Tiger 97,
0: the, it was three days, right? He didn't. Yeah, he, he didn't lead after the first,
1: first day. day. I mean, he yeah. shot 40 on the front nine yeah. and shot 30 on the back to finish at 70, so he was only 200.
0: Plus 350 for a playoff. Now that's now we're speaking the language because yeah. it's happened. But with that said, I really like predicting the margin of victory, two strokes exactly, at plus 280, a two-stroke win. You can call your shot and see what it's going to look like. And I often say that two and one, like you see that guy with the lead at 18 play super cautious, maybe throwing a bogey just to secure the bag. Happened to Tiger (laughs) in 2019. Or it ended up having to
1: make that (laughs) last he had to make that little four-footer to win.
0: uh let's talk to some other ones here. Now uh you can go by who you think will be the best among nationality players. And the one that stands out to me is top Australian because there's only so many in this field. With uh Smith at two hundred at plus two hundred, Jason Day at plus two fifty, the guy I like in this bet, Adam Scott, I was gonna plus three thirty <laughs> plus three thirty. All he has to do is beat Smith, Day, Scott Leishman, Matt Jones. Well, Matt Jones just won. He's the long shot, though. But well, he's yeah. plus 700. If you want him to ride the wave and beat all his contemporaries, maybe that's the bet. At least but I think not in Scott's great form. the guy.
1: Scott's definitely the guy. Yeah. I mean, Jason, I would love to see Jason get back in form, and hopefully he's healthy enough to do it. Cameron is going to have a lot of pressure on himself coming off his great uh, showing last year. Mm-hmm. I think, believe he finished second. So
0: it's uh just bring i that, love that adam scott bring that goofy putter <laughs> out and some uniglo and let's ride um <laughs> some i uh the one i was hinting at earlier just not to tease whatever plus 300 for dj if he has one round bogey free one round if that
1: putter's hot he can so totally like he can do, do, do it, it. It's he a can 100 yeah do
0: it. one of four you hope as long as he obviously he can miss the cut which hasn't happened yeah. but that's three to one that's that's nice little payout there uh I speak, like it. speaking of the cut I hate to I hate to pick down on kick down on someone who's going through it, but plus one sixty three I saw to miss the cut, Justin Rose. It's pretty banged up. He is
1: pretty banged up. He's really dropped in the world rankings, um, but he seems to rise to the occasion on these and these big moments. And whether he's coming in in form or not, he'll put four rounds together and just figure it out. I mean, he's played there so many times now yeah. that, like I was saying, he knows where to miss it. He knows the places to be and the places not to be and mm-hmm. can control his golf ball. So but those
0: are pretty pretty good odds there. Now I mentioned top Australian player. You can actually group you can and these bets are all real ones, believe me. <laughs> I believe uh, top top British and Irish player together. Who's going to finish the best out of that group? And Rory is the favorite at plus two seventy five, but how about a little love for my guy at plus seven fifty, Tommy, Tommy Fleawood? Fleetwood. You know, 750 that's that's the value you need there
1: I heard uh, one of the Brits interviewed this week there's the most British players ever this year in the Masters. I think there's 12 of them. That's an interesting bet because I mean, we didn't mention Terrell Hatton or Matthew Fitzpatrick mm-hmm. or when we talked about Lee um, but there are quite a few and um, I mean Justin Rose I just saw his falling all the way to 41st in the world but you have Matt Wallace and you, there's so many guys that that can do it. It's, it, it's pretty fascinating to see how the game has grown on a global scale that whereas a third of the master's field, if not more is international now, it's awesome. It's just so great yeah, to see this sport. It is. There, like that.
0: You know, there's a lot of these prop bets you can do for different countries yeah, and regions. I like it just shows you how it grows. <laughs> uh, this is the one I was, I was also really excited about. You can group together the big five, so to speak, in terms of the favorites Bryson, DJ Speed, JT Aram, and get plus one twenty five if one of those five guys wins.
1: That's something with the word "throw twenty bucks on." I mean, the <laughs> odds
0: are that at least one to two of them is going to be in the mix down the stretch. Will, I bet and you
1: it, two of those guys finish
0: top three, and then you're just going on experience and hoping that maybe the other un, un, yeah. unsung guy. Uh, isn't there? Uh, last thing I want to say is there's a lot of head-to-head matchups you could find, and, and I do want to close with the pairings in a second. But I was looking at the head-to-head bets, and you know, you could basically find a way to pair a player versus a player and just say who will have the better round on Thursday or who will finish better. I kind of like, and I and I think it's crazy saying this, but just on the value, the one that struck me out was Bryson over Rom in this first round matchup.
1: That is an <laughs> as interesting a dog one. As a dog. Yeah.
0: Now, Bryson getting the juice there. Rom is uh, is a sizable favorite there. So, hey, anytime you can get a guy like Bryson as an underdog, as an underdog. with his driver, I'm uh, just saying.
1: That's that's an intriguing bet and something to definitely I'll be looking for tomorrow. In terms of long shots or young kids who haven't really played here a lot, if you want to go there for a second, Scotty Scheffler is a name to look out for. So is uh, Will Zalatoris. Um, yeah. Fun guys, uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and give kudos to my girlfriend and her parents' alma mater, Kent State. Canadian golfer Corey Connors could play well this year. He could. He's been really hot recently and um, is someone to keep an eye on through through the cut on Friday at least.
0: Three sixty and a half is the Bryson longest drive. He'll hit it over that. You think so? It's going to roll out forever. It's this Even week. it's both minus one fifteen, so we're looking at. Yeah, might as well, right? That's, Why not? That, just throw something down. <laughs> All you need is one. He's gonna hit it every time. He's
1: gonna hit it, swing as hard as he can, and well,
0: yeah. Like how many? Let's do the math on this, right? How many holes will he not be just like? There's the part three threes, obviously. So how many holes each round will he just be hitting it as far as he possibly can? I mean, roughly, we're talking like eight
1: or nine. Yeah, that's that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> And in the, the
0: the third hole he's going to try to drive is I mean even if he misses the cut and flames out that's still he's going to get eight, you know 16 yeah, 18 six chances tries. to yeah. just boom it. Wow. <laughs> Love that one. Um yeah, just to kind of go over uh long shots and everything like that. I think there's a lot of ones we didn't talk about Morikawa who oh, Colin. has a chance. I, I'm I'm excited about this tournament. I really am. And I think that the best play I've always said this is to back a favorite and an underdog. Yeah. Take one of the top guys, you know, try I, to
1: get some value on an underdog or someone who's under the radar. Cameron
0: Smith is a plus three, you know, is looking at about thirty-eight to one at this point. You know, Morikawa twenty-eight to one, Matsuyama thirty-five to one. Spieth has been climbing up the rankings too. Patrick Reed, a former champion, at thirty-five to one. There's plenty of value here. You know, I like Tommy Fleetwood at fifty-five to one. And I mean, Patrick's
1: in decent form. I mean, he won. <laughs> in san diego earlier this year so these guys who haven't won in a couple weeks or or, or haven't won a couple years excuse me it's a much taller order but patrick won at the end of january brooks won at the beginning of april then he had surgery so uh daniel berger's another one that could potentially do something uh this week but um yeah they've all won recently. They know that feeling of victory and they aren't going to be afraid when they see their name on top of those leaderboards coming through the back nine on Sunday.
0: So you're going to go Cantley. I'll go Xander. I'll back okay. him. So we'll split. Let's the go high five guys. on the Cali yeah. guys. Um, all right. Well, they, Josh, this was fun. Last, last thing. What are your favorite pairings starting on Thursday? I know I, I'll tell you, you know what mine is because it's the funniest <laughs> golf guy on Twitter with, with the biggest meathead on tour.
1: It, it's pretty good. And throwing Adam Scott. <laughs> there, Adam So Scott no, we're going to get yeah. the Australian bet there. Yeah. Um, those last three groups are pretty spectacular with Adam Scott, DeChambeau, Homa. And then you got Tony Finau with Louis Houston, and Justin Thomas are the last five times we've done this. We've talked about Tony Finau. We left him out today.
0: He's plus 12. He's 12 and a half to one, which I like Tony Finau. Yeah. He always finishes in the top, but he struggles. He hasn't really he won. And I think those odds just aren't good value, but I'd love to see him yeah. do well. And he can,
1: I mean, Max beat him in LA in that playoff when he was stymied behind that tree. And, Max had an incredible recovery shot, and Tony missed after that almost, four-footer. Yeah, after
0: Max blew it. And, but no, it was but great it, drama for sure. It was sure. great
1: drama. And then the last group out tomorrow is Jordan Spieth, Cameron Smith, and Colin Morikawa. Now, that's always a dreaded pairing, or not pairing, but a last. dreading to go last. Because yeah. you're just waiting around all day. It's 2 p.m. they tee off at. So um, it's going to be a long day out there, but it's the Masters. None of these guys, none of these guys care. They'll play anywhere yeah. if you're first off, last off with a marker, with not... Um, those are some of the great ones. Uh, right before them at 124 is uh, Patrick, um, can't play with uh, M and Fitzpatrick. So, there's it's the Masters, they always do these fun, uh, have these connections and these pairings, and it's going to be great. Like I said earlier, I'm so pumped, and uh, it's a, always a great week. Um, what ibm has done in, in their online platforms for the masters showing every shot of every player it's just spectacular it's just disappointing that they come on so late in the afternoon on espn for three yeah. hours but it doesn't matter because you can watch it online or on your phone Finally. or wherever else <laughs> And it's great so uh i look forward to a great week i hope one of our predictions comes true It'll just make us look that much smarter and i hope right. we can win a couple bucks
0: that's always the main plan. Screw yeah. the prediction. just <laughs> want to make some money. Uh, Josh Wynn, this was fun. Thanks again for previewing another golf major with me.
1: Always fun, Mitch. Thanks for having me back and look forward to uh, this week and what
0: happens in the future. That's it for the money, Mitch Effect. Thanks again to Josh Wynn. Thanks to everybody out there for listening. You can find every episode on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. Follow me on Twitter, MoneyMitchM21, and check out the Money Mitch Effect Facebook page. Until next time, I am Mitch Michaels. This was the Money Mitch Effect. Keep enjoying sports.
2: galactic evolution, I'll do it the Milky Way. You didn't hear it? I'll repeat it. I'm flowing like a waterfall, expansive like the sea, in fact, acoustic bars, yeah, I remain G with that, as we traveling coast to coast like the D is whack, I sit back, relax as I meditate, lightness in my being got me feeling like a featherweight, uh, just watch, I might levitate, you unclear like a CD, skip, let me set the record straight, my name Dash, and I'm part of a brotherhood, that AB flow, and every girl says the love is good, it ain't hard to get myself in that groove, I just gotta remember when I'm free. Smooth, ain't nothing gonna freeze me Yeah, my emotions are-